Well, good morning, everyone. This is Roger Bond, Wales Baptist Church, and I'm here to bring you a lesson that the Lord has laid on my heart. And this is actually take two. For some reason, it recorded me, and it said it was corrupt. So either I said something wrong that God didn't like, or it's just technology. But here we go. Before we get started, <clears throat> let's have a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the day you've given us, dear God. Lord, we rejoice in this trying time, just like your word tells us, Lord, that through this, it would produce faith, it would produce patience in our lives, dear God. And Lord, I pray that we've taken this time to take stock in ourselves, to see where we are, where we stand with you, and dear God, just draw closer to you, to be more Christ-like. Lord, I'm thankful for the ability to do these videos, and Lord, just seeing them every day, and the encouragement. Lord, I'm thankful that our church is, is drawing together and not apart through all of this. Lord, we just lift up those that are sick and the ones that are affected by all this. Dear God, we just pray that your hands would be upon them. Lord, that your will would be done in each and every one's lives. And Lord, we just look forward to the day where we're able to come back together as a church family. Lord, the rejoicing there will be when that happens. Dear God, I pray that your word today, Lord, would, as you reveal yourself to us, dear God, that it would be a warning. Dear God, that we would see the advice that you give us, what you tell us to do. Lord, that we would seek that advice and we would heed it and use it to become better. Well, we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So back to take two. <clears throat> Hopefully this one will be better than the first one. I don't know. We're going to find out. So the title of my message today is All Hands Report to the Armory. You'll understand why in just a minute. So our text comes from Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20. And if you have your Bibles, and I hope you do, Find Ephesians 6, go to verse 10, and let's start reading. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always, with all prayer and supplication, and in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints and for me that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in bonds that in this I may speak boldly as I ought to speak so he starts out says be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Because if we're relying on our own strength 
we're already destined for failure. Because the Bible tells us that we're not strong. Our strength is weakness in God's eyes. Because it goes on to say, what we're wrestling against is not earthly. It's not people. It's not things. It's Satan and his demons. Things we can't see. If we were to, able to peel back and able to see what all's going on around us in the spiritual realm, I think we would be shocked and scared. But verse 11 says, Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now the word wiles, I looked it up, and it means craftiness. It means a strategy or some way to get you to do something basically you don't want to do. Satan knows where to hit you. He knows where your, your weak spots are. He knows mine. It's the things that we fall into over and over and over. Happens all the time. Thank God that God is a forgiving God. That all we have to do is ask forgiveness. We repent. And that's what he calls us to do. So we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. Things that we can't see in the spiritual realm. <clears throat> if you look at 1 Peter, chapter 5 and verse 8, another warning. It says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, like a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Satan's very real. And he's not out just to get you. He's out to destroy you. Seeking whom he may devour. You know, his intentions were not pure when he dealt with Job. He walks around looking for who he can destroy. And just like in the book of Job, when Satan met, when he came before God, God asked, where have you been? I have been walking the earth. Just like the verse said. He's walking around looking for who he can devour. And that's you. And that's me. So how do we deal with that? We put on the whole armor of God. So ordinarily when we go through these, this chapter and we talk about the whole armor, we like to look at the armor and each piece and how it fits. And This one's going to be a little different. This is more about what the armor does for us. If you leave any part of it out, you're vulnerable in that spot. If you don't have the helmet on, your head is exposed. If your loins aren't girt about, you're exposed. So, some of you may or may not know, I was in the Navy a long time ago. I uh, got out for about 10 years and then I went in the Coast Guard Reserves. So I'm still a reservist in the Coast Guard. I've been in since 2007. And the thing about the Coast Guard that I like is the mission. A couple of the big missions that, I, that really attracted me was search and rescue and law enforcement. So search and rescue, that's, that's helping people. You know, I can get behind that. that that's really what's, what got me to come into the Coast Guard was Hurricane Katrina. And I saw all those helicopters and they were pulling people out off of rooftops. And I thought, hmm, I could do that. So I've been in ever since, ever since 2007. But before we ever go out 
whether it be on a helicopter or on a boat, there's certain protective gear that we have to wear. One of which, and thank you Kirby for the, the turkey call, because that gave me the idea to bring this in. This is a life jacket. It's got flotation, keeps you above the water. It's got a way to fasten so that it doesn't fall off. Because even though we have a life jacket, if we just put it on and we don't zip it up or snap it, we fall in the water, it could fall off. And it does you no good at that point. So knowing how to use the armor and having it on correctly is important. Again, we're talking about vulnerabilities that we can't even see. So with this, oh yeah, I got it on. I fall in the water but I hit my head on a rock and this thing falls off. It's not gonna protect me. If I have it fastened, at least it will keep me upright and hopefully save my life. We have other protective gear. We have sturdy clothing. We have bulletproof vests. We carry guns. We carry pepper spray. We have safety shoes and even helmets at times. Those are for things that we can see against adversaries that we can see. There's other things that we can't see. Wind, current, cold, heat, all of these things, but we have a way to protect against it. <clears throat> Gonna tell some sea stories right quick because that's what sailors like to do, like to tell sea stories. All these things are designed to protect us, right? All the pieces of armor and it's supposed to keep us safe as long as we know how to use it. So we have on our boats, on some of them, we have a thing called FLIR, F-L-I-R, Forward Looking Infrared. So we went out one night, Lake Pontchartrain, uh, got a report. There may be a body, somebody saw something. We launch all the time for calls like that, and a lot of times we don't find anything. And this time we didn't find anything, but we get out there and it's in the middle of the night, it's dark. I mean, it's dark, not much moon. So all you have is floodlights ordinarily, but we have this FLIR, which is a camera, and you pan it around and it's infrared. So anything with a heat signature is gonna show up. I was amazed when they turned it on and they got the background set right. I mean, it was just like, daytime and anything with a heat signature just shows up. I mean, it is incredible for things that we can't see. This is another piece of armor that we have. So one night or one afternoon, rather it's December, pretty cold. I'm in new Orleans. I pulled a report because we have so many hours that we have to get underway and do certain items, certain tasks to stay qualified. Well, some of those hours are at daytime and some of them have to be at night. And I was one hour short on night hours. So I asked the officer today, hey, can you get me one hour underway at night? Sure, no problem. So my guys are out during the daytime when it's kind of nice. And I'm watching them from 
through the window, bobbing around out there on the lake doing their, their training, doing a tow or whatever it was they were doing. About 2.30, get a call, search and rescue case. Guy said, you're going to get your night hours. Okay. So out goes the call. All hands report to the armory. So we show up. We're ready to go. Body armor, gun belts, uniform, and we get our, our, our gun. We head out. So as we head out, it's still daytime, but the fog's rolling in. And it's starting to get a little thick, and it's starting to get darker. And we're having to slow down because the fog is getting thicker, and nighttime's coming quickly. Well, pretty soon, it's dark, and the fog is thick. I mean, it's thick. I've never seen anything like it. So all we have to navigate by is a GPS and a radar. Thank goodness we had that radar because there's bridges and stuff out there that you, we just couldn't see. So everybody's gathered around that. We get into the area where these people are supposed to be, and it's a man and his wife and his child. And he'd gone out. His compass fell off of his boat. He only had like a six-gallon gas tank, and that wasn't enough. So when the fog rolled in, with no compass, he's running around in circles and ran out of gas. So now he's put himself, his wife, and his child at risk, as well as all of us trying to come get him. If you look at that and equate that to the whole armor, his compass wasn't affixed very well, so now he can't even use it. It's gone. Ran out of gas? Didn't have enough gas? Sounds like us, doesn't it? He didn't take the proper precautions. He didn't put on the whole armor. Fortunately, we were able to get to him <clears> through use of sound signals. We were able to, to locate him and got him and his wife and his child and got him back. And I get back to the station and it's 1130 at night. So I got my one hour underway at night. Got to stay qualified because it was at the end of the currency period. And I got one more. My son, Austin. And he's already cleared it. I asked him, I said, uh, you mind if I use this as an object lesson? He's like, nope, go right ahead. If it'll help, you betcha you go right ahead. So he goes out fishing last Saturday. And he's in Venice, Louisiana. So takes his boat down there, goes to launch. His battery's dead. It was good yesterday, but it's dead today. So he had to get a new battery. There's a lot of things going on in his life, and we'll just say that he wasn't thinking real clear. He just knew he wanted to get out on the water. So gets the battery replaced, off they go. He's about 20, 25 miles away from the boat launch and calls me. Fortunately, he had service. It was spotty, but he had service. Hey, do you know anybody at Station Venice anymore? I said, no, I don't. Well, I have run out of two-stroke engine oil, and I'm stuck. I'm anchored up, and there's nobody around. Now, if you have ever been stranded in a boat in the middle of nowhere or lost in the woods 
or on a boat that's taking on water, it is scary. You got no idea how you're getting back. If he had have put on the whole armor, if he would have taken the necessary precautions to check his oil, he wouldn't be in this situation. And a lot of times we put ourselves in a situation because we don't do that very thing. We don't put on the whole armor. So what God's trying to tell us here is to be vigilant, understand there's dangers out there that you can't see. But he can fight those fights for you. We can withstand the wiles of the devil if we put on the whole armor. So every day when you wake up, you should hear the call. All hands report to the armory. Get your armor. Put it on. Get prepared for the day. There we go. Sorry about that. But yeah, every day when you wake up, go to the armory. Put your armor on. Get prepared for the day. Get prepared for the battle that's about to take place because it's a battle every day. Because Satan is seeking to destroy you. And I'm not saying this to, to point any fingers or to be ugly. It's, it's God's word and this is what he's telling us to do. To be prepared. All hands report to the armor.